Hey, good to see you here. You are currently listening to Inspire Church Metro Manila. We are one church in multiple locations, and we exist to inspire people to fulfill their God-given potential. We are so glad that you're tuning in right now. Welcome home. Learn more about us by visiting inspiremetro.live. Lean in and enjoy. It's so good to be with you today on Sunday's Best Inspire Church Metro Manila's online experience. And I'm just thankful that you're here today. My name is Nolan. I'm the location pastor here in Inspire Church Manila. And you know what? I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for this time. Because we get to encounter the living God. We get to encounter Jesus today. And every Sunday I've been saying this scripture that I'm not tired of. I mean, I'm a, it's just a scripture that I've been holding on to. I hope you're not tired of it either. It's found in James 4.8. And it's simple. It's this, if you draw near to God, God will draw near to you. If I draw near to God, God draws near to me. Why do I always bring this up? Because in a day and age where we're watching on Netflix or on YouTube or anything on Facebook, sometimes it's easy to get distracted. Sometimes it's just for entertainment. But today, I want you to just lean in. I want you to take time. And I want you to realize that you are about to encounter the presence of God. Because when we encounter the presence of God, we are never going to be the same. We're going to be filled with peace, with hope, with dreams. And that's my prayer for you today. See, we've been in a series that has been birthed out of my time in prayer during this whole pandemic, during this crisis. And the title of this series that we started last Sunday is a series, it's a word that we've heard since March probably. And the word is this, it's essentials, right? Essentials. What is essentials? It means this. What is absolutely necessary? During this quarantine, things have been closed and only the essentials are open. Food, right? Food. And don't forget, food. <laughs> I mean, we've been eating a lot. I mean, that's an essential in life. But the, the scripture and the series that we're in, essentials, I started to think, what are the essentials for our faith? What are the essentials for us to live the life that God has called us to live? What are the essentials for us not to just survive, but to thrive? Not just in this crisis, but in any crisis in our life. A financial crisis, a relational crisis, a faith crisis. Maybe right now, you are in a crisis. Not this virus, but there's a crisis going on. We got to know the essentials so that we can thrive. We got to know the essentials so that we can fulfill our God-given potential. And last week, the first essential was we got to learn how to fight. We got to learn how to fight. In other words, we got to learn how to pray. And so today, for part two of essentials, it's another thing we got to learn during any crisis in our life. And so the title of this message is, you guys ready for this? The title of this message for the second essential is, we got to learn how to talk back. Woo! Talk back. 
Put it in the chat right now. Talk back. Talk back. Type that in right now. Talk back. You got to learn. We got to learn how to talk back. You might be thinking right now, what? Talk back? Because I was taught not to talk back, right? My parents said, you better not talk back, right? Growing up, right? In Tagalog, oh, sumagot ka? Sige, sige. Sige, sumagot ka, right? I remember so many times I, when, my, when my parents would get upset, they would be speaking in Tagalog and, and they would grab the, the lethal chinelas. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. But I'm not talking about talking back to your parents. I'm not talking talking back to someone who is bashing you or talking back to some, some people. I'm talking about talking back the biblical way. See, Jesus taught us to talk back. It's found in Luke 4. And I want you to read the word with me. Luke 4, verse 1. And it says this. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, Oh, the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it to all to all to you if you will worship me but Jesus talked back Jesus replied the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of God jump off for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect and guard you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone Jesus responded the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. See, today, I want you to learn how to talk back. If whatever crisis you're in, whatever temptation that you are feeling, whatever is going on, whatever, whatever confusion you are going through, it is time to talk back. It is time to speak to that enemy. It is time to speak to those problems. It is time to speak to those crises. It's time. It's time to not stay quiet. It's time to talk back. Talk back. Talk back. Talk back. Remember, we are not fighting against flesh and blood. I'm not telling you to talk back to people. I'm telling you to talk back to who's causing this problem. I want you to talk back to the enemy. You guys ready? Let's pray. Father God, Lord, I pray right now, would you begin to just manifest your presence in such a tangible way in every living room, Lord God. Lord, let the peace that goes beyond all understanding fill, Lord God, every room. Let there be healing, Lord God. Fill every area. Lord, let these words not be my words. Let it be words of power that only comes from you. Lord, we pray for transformation. We pray for inspiration. We pray for a touch of heaven now. Lord, let me decrease so you may increase. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we all say amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
If you're just tuning in, welcome again to Inspire Metro Manila's online experience. We're in a series called Essentials, and we are on part two, and the title of this is We Gotta Learn to Talk Back. We Gotta Learn to Talk Back. I remember growing up, if you know me, if you know me, you know that I love to bully, <laughs> but in a good way, right? I like to just poke fun. I like to just joke around. I like to have fun, and I, I like to bully people around, right? In a caring way, right? Don't judge me in a caring way. But just imagine me, just imagine me before I knew Jesus. <laughs> imagine how I would be if I didn't know Jesus. I remember growing up, woo! There was a time where in my house, um, one of my close cousins, he's like a brother to me, John, we would always hang out. Every single day we would hang out. And in our back house where my aunt lives, she used to babysit um, children. And I remember there was this one young girl. She was probably seven or eight at that time. And she didn't know what was coming to her. She got around me and my cousin, Patay, right? I mean, she's about to get bullied. I remember one time we were around her and we came up with this joke. We, we started telling her that she was not human. <laughs> the seven-year-old little girl, we started telling her that we, she's actually an alien. <laughs> and we were like, no, for real, you're an alien. She's like, no, I'm not. No, for real. Your parents don't want to tell you, but you're not from this world. You're an alien. And she started, no, that's not true. And right, John? John, am I right? Yeah, kuya, she's an alien. We found her, right? And we just kept saying it. You're an alien. No, I'm not. You know, you're an alien. No. To the point where she started crying. I didn't know Jesus yet. Come on now. And she started crying. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm an alien. They're not my real parents. No, they're not. I'm sorry. You're an alien. <laughs> I know, so bad, right? But it, I, I started thinking about that, and I was like, oh my gosh, she probably has trauma to today. If you're watching this, please forgive me. I didn't know Jesus, and you may receive Jesus' healing today also. But I started thinking about that. What, what made her convinced that she was not human, right? What made her convinced that she was actually an alien? Because in the beginning, she didn't believe it. No, I'm not. But we kept bombarding her saying, no, you are, you are, you are. To the point where eventually she started to believe it. She started to cry. She started to, to question if she is really human. So sad, seven-year-old. right? And, and, and I started to think about this. See, the reason why she was falling for it, the reason why she was allowing us to bully her was she wasn't confident, come on now, in the truth that of course she's not an alien. She was listening to how we were trying to convince her. It sounded true the way we were saying it. And so all of a sudden, what was truth in her mind started to get blurry and she started to listen to lies. I wonder... How many things, how many lies have been bombarding our lives throughout these times, throughout these months, throughout years that in the beginning we used to say, no, that's not true. No way. No, that's not true. No, I'm not going to believe that. But now we find ourselves in a place where we're, we are believing things that are not true. See, today I need you to know that we got to bully the bully. 
Imagine if she started bullying us, saying, no, what? You guys are dumb. An alien? Hello? Are you kidding me? What if she started bullying the bully? What if she started talking back and telling us, no, you are wrong. I wonder, what if us, you and I, what if we stop falling for the temptations and the lies and the strategies of the devil? What if we begin to bully that bully? What if we begin to talk back and say, no, I'm not going to believe that. No, I'm not going to de- get discouraged. No, I'm not going to get confused. No, I'm not going to get tempted. I'm going to tell you who I am in Jesus. Can I get an amen? What if we talk back? Somebody in the chat room type, talk back, talk back, talk back. See, I need you to listen today. Don't get bullied by the enemy. Because he's going to bully you. He's going to try to convince you. He's going to talk to you. He's going to wear you down. But today, I want us to talk back. We got to learn to talk back. See, the scripture that I read earlier in Luke chapter 4. Let me give you some context what's going on. This is Jesus. And it says that Jesus is filled with the Holy Spirit. And he is led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That alone is a sermon by itself. Sometimes we feel like we're in the wilderness and we say, God, what happened? God, why did I end up here? But here, Jesus is being led into the wilderness. Can I tell you that? That the Holy Spirit leads us to places, even if it's hard, for our growth. And so he's being led to the wilderness and he is fasting for 40 days. Listen to me, 40 days, not 40 minutes this is literally fasting from 40 days. This is not like, oh, you know what? Um, this year, I'm going to fast from social media. No, this is not a social media. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast from my, from my, my TikTok. <laughs> no, this is like, oh, my gosh, you're fasting from TikTok. No, they are fast. He is fasting from food. For 40 days, he's fasting from food. Just imagine the hunger he's feeling. This is not just like, I'm hungry. This is like pain. He's in pain. He's starving. He's probably grumpy. He's irritable, right? He's going through all of this. He's in the wilderness. He's not in the comforts of his home. And now, all of a sudden, in the midst of this trying time, guess who shows up? You know that saying? Speaking of the devil. Here comes the devil at the worst of times. He knows when to come. Am I right? He knows when to, point, to push your buttons. He knows when to irritate you. He knows when you're, you're doing great, he's going to just come in and, and touch some areas. He knows that when you, when you had a hard day at work, he knows that, hey, maybe I could press them so that now that hard day will be a hard day at home. Right? He knows. And so what happens here? See, he begins to tempt Jesus. Get this, please. He begins to tempt Jesus, you might be in a crisis and the enemy's tempting you. And the temptations that he places on Jesus are very familiar. The devil's not creative. He loves using the same tactics on us over and over. And I'm going to show you the way he tempts Jesus because I've seen it the way he tempts me also. And he might be tempting you to give up. He might be tempting you to lose faith. He might be tempting you to, to not do anything right now and just, just, just chill all the time. He might be tempting you to, to not try anymore. He might be tempting you to not even talk to anybody. See, this is the way he's tempting Jesus right now. You ready? He says here, Jesus ate nothing all, all that time and became very hungry. 
Then the devil said to him, look at me, the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become a, a, a loaf of bread. The first thing, the way the devil tempts us is this, to fulfill a right desire in a wrong way. Mm. He'll tempt you to fulfill a right desire in a wrong way. Was Jesus hungry? Yes. Was, was, was he craving food? Yes. Could he turn the stone into bread? Yes. Was he supposed to? No. He was hungry, but he was telling him, try to get and fulfill that hunger by doing the wrong thing. See, Jesus was not meant to use his godliness for selfish, for selfish desires. But the devil comes in here and he goes, come on. You could do it. You deserve it. Nobody knows. You're tired. You work so hard. Just do it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good for you. It's totally okay to do that. Just turn it. Sound familiar? He used this tactic before. Where do you use this? In the first temptation against Adam and Eve. Remember that? He went to Adam and Eve and he goes, no, go ahead, eat it. Eat that fruit. No, it's okay. Right? God, God made it for you. No worries. He's not going to get mad. You're not going to die. Just, just go. Eat it. Eat it. See, he tried to tempt Adam and, he, and it was successful. And he tries to use the same thing on Jesus. See, we got to be careful. We got to be careful that when we are tempted, right, we are tempted that we don't use the wrong ways to express it, right? And is this making sense? Just because you're hungry doesn't mean you have to steal, right? Just because you're angry doesn't mean you have to be divisive. Look, if you're personally angry, doesn't mean you have to draw people around to be angry with you. Oh, I know that's, that's talking to somebody in this season. If you are hurt, listen to me, you don't have to be revengeful. If you are down, listen to me, you don't have to stay hidden. You don't have to hide. Don't be tempted to feel a right desire the wrong way. And then he gets tempted again. Jesus gets tempted again. And it says, the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them. The devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you will worship me. Listen to me. He gets him up there and he says, hey, look, I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to give you everything in this world if you worship me. I'll give you glory. I'll give you everything. I'll give you rain if you worship me. The second thing that the way the devil tempts us is this. In, the devil tempts us by giving up your potential to get away from pain. He'll say, hey, give up your potential to get away from pain. Give up your potential to get away from pain. Listen, Jesus knew what he had to do. Jesus knew that the, there was a plan from God the Father that he had to sacrifice his life, a painful sacrifice, a gruesome sacrifice. He knew he was going to get beat up. He knew he was going to get nailed. He knew it was going to be torture, literal torture. And here comes the devil and says, hey, look, I'll give you the kingdom. You don't got to go through that pain. I'll give you everything. You don't got to go through that issue. Hey, look, 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 look. I'll, I'll make you fulfill your potential, but you don't got to go through that struggle. Oh, that's so tempting. It's so tempting. And please understand, Jesus was not some superhuman, right? He was fully God, but he was fully human. He literally had the choice 
to believe the devil. He could have gave it up. He could have said, no, I'm not going to die on the cross. No, forget that. I'm going to go back to heaven. I'm going to just reign here on earth. He was tempted. But if he did that, we would have not received our salvation. See, his potential was he was going to bring salvation to all people. And if he didn't want to go through that pain, it would have stopped that potential. Maybe for you, God is saying, I need you to go through some pain. I need you to talk to that person and ask for forgiveness. I need you to talk to your spouse and ask for forgiveness. I need you to do the hard work and I need you to wake up and be disciplined. I need you to go and read your Bible. I know it's hard. I know it's stressful. I need you to go do your job. But if we don't want to go through that pain, we're going to miss out in our potential. See, the enemy loves to exaggerate. It's too hard. It's too difficult. Nobody understands. Take away the two, take away the no one. It's just truth. It's hard. It's difficult. Not everyone understands. Does that make sense? And what does that mean? So what? Not everything in life is supposed to be easy. Potential is in the other side of pain because we've never been there. What is pain? It's simply growth. Mm. So don't let the enemy tempt you saying, no, I'm heat up, I'm heat up, naman. I won't, I won't do it. No, 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 no. The third temptation is this. The devil took him to the highest point of the temple and said, if you're the son of God, jump off for the scriptures say. He will order the angels to protect and guard you, and, he, and they will hold you up in their hands. So you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. The third temptation is this. The devil will try to cause you to question your own purpose. He'll try to question, try to question your own purpose. See, in our world, sometimes the devil will try to, he'll try to make you say, hey, look. Follow your will, not God's will. What do you want to do? What, what's pleasurable for you? What satisfies you? What makes you happy? Do whatever makes you happy. You heard that? Sounds good, right? Do whatever makes you happy. I'm letting you know. My daughter wants to eat ice cream every morning. Dad, can I eat ice cream? Makes me happy. Is that right? No. You got to understand your purpose. See, the, the way the enemy has been attacking Jesus is attacking his identity. Attacking his purpose. He had one purpose, and it was to come and die on the cross to be the atonement for our sins. But the devil is trying to make him figure out, no, just do it on your own. Just show off a bit. Hey, let everybody know and give you glory right now. No. See, God understands that the miracles are not meant for our own glory. The miracles are meant for God's glory. But the devil wants to make it all about you. Mm. Listen, it's not all about you. It's not all about me. Can we say it's all about God? Can I get an amen? See, here the devil is bullying Jesus. He's bullying Jesus. He's telling Jesus, trying to tempt him left and right, attacking his identity. But we got to understand, what did Jesus do? Woo! What did Jesus do? See, Jesus didn't just ignore it. Listen to me. Jesus didn't just ignore it. Please understand, Jesus didn't just be like, no, 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 peace, peace, peace. No, Jesus didn't just be like, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. No, what did he do? He talked back. He fought back. He talked back. He didn't, listen, you, listen, oh, here we go. You can't just ignore the temptation because the devil, listen to me, is relentless. The devil is relentless. He's going to keep knocking. 
He's going to keep knocking. He's going to keep knocking. He's going to keep calling. He's going to keep calling. He's going to keep calling until you pick up. He is relentless. So what do we do? You got to bully the bully. You got to talk back. You got to talk back. Somebody in the chat room say, talk back, talk back, talk back, talk back. So now what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am I bringing this all up? Because I know. Oh, I know. I know. I know the devil. And the devil is a liar. And I know he's lying to you right now. I know he's lying. He's bringing fear. He's bringing confusion. He's bringing uh, hurt. He's bringing anger. He's bringing bitterness. He's bringing, bringing isolation. I know he's a liar. And there's some temptations happening in your life. Maybe I'm not going to have my job back. Maybe that's not the job I'm, I'm supposed to have. Maybe this is not the spouse I'm supposed to have. We keep fighting. Maybe I'm never going to be a good parent. Maybe I'm never going to go back to school. Maybe I'm never going to graduate. I can't, I, I can't do this school online. I can't, I can't. Maybe, maybe. Talk, talk, talk. Temp, temp, temp. It's time to talk back. It's time to talk back. So what did Jesus do? Listen to me. What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? Number one, you ready? Number one, this is what Jesus did. We got to do what Jesus did, right? WWJD. What did Jesus do? Number one, you can't stay quiet in a battle for your soul. Listen to me. You can't stay quiet in a battle for your soul. Jesus didn't ignore it. He talked back he talked back he talked back he talked back somebody say talk back right now somebody type talk back talk back talk back look 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 look. <laughs> i love the scriptures he goes here jesus told him no the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone look at that he's talking back he's talking back <laughs> he says this also he says he says you must worship the Lord your God and serve only Him. That's what Scripture says. What are you saying, devil? No, that's not what's true. He also says, the Scripture also say you must not test the Lord your God. What's he doing? He's talking back. I want to encourage you right now. It's time to talk back. It's time to talk back. You can't stay quiet. It's time to talk back. When the devil talks, you better talk back. Exodus 14, 14. It says here, Moses told the people, they're standing in front of the waters, the Red Sea. And they're freaking out. Oh, what's going on? What's going to happen? We're going to die. Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Look, look at this. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue today. In other words, don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. God will rescue you. Don't do nothing. Look, look what he says. The Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. Sounds good, right? Sounds so good. The Lord will fight for me. Don't do nothing. Just be quiet. Stay calm. Sounds good. But look what God says. Verse 15. The Lord said to Moses, Why? Why are you crying out to me? Why are you doing nothing? Why are you just standing there? Tell the people to get moving. 
God is saying, look, why are you just doing nothing? Go, move. You know what you're supposed to do. Don't be quiet. Here, I'm going to let you know when the devil begins to tempt you, when the devil begins to talk to you, when he begins to bully you, don't just be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Don't just be like, go away, go away. No, you better stand up. You better talk back. You better move. You better tell the devil, get out of the way. You better go on to James 3 and say, you know what? I resist the devil and you must flee talk back don't stay quiet church don't stay quiet church don't stay quiet church the second thing that we got to do that that Jesus did was this shine the light of the word in the shadows of confusion shine the light of the word in the shadows of confusion I'm gonna let you know shadows they make things bigger than they actually are at night so many times my kids are like dad there's a shadow scary it looks like a monster it looks like this it looks like that and what do I do I just turn on the light and I go look it's nothing when you're living in the shadows it brings confusion can I tell you this when you're living in the shadows it brings fear what do you mean about the shadows every time you try to hide from God you're stepping into a shadow and it's just going to amplify that fear so what do we do what do we do we got to bring the light because light immediately disperses darkness light immediately takes away those those shadows light immediately brings it in light immediately listen 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 to me listen to me the bible says this right psalm 119 105 your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path what am I talking about? I'm talking about this. You got to know. You got to know the Word of God. It's only the Word of God that brings light. It's only the Word of God that brings light into the shadows. See, when I'm saying talk back, I'm not saying talk about your own words. Jesus didn't just say some random things. You know what Jesus did? He talked back the Word of God. He, he talked back. Every time the devil gave a lie, the, Jesus gave the truth. You're going to lie to me? I'm going to give you the truth. You better. And you and I, we got to talk back. We got to use that word. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and, in des and desires. I need you to know you got to use the word to talk back. You got to use the word to talk back. I don't know the word, Pastor. Let me give you some words right now. You ready? Someone out there, you feel like you're drowning. I feel like I'm drowning. Isaiah 59, 19, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a banner against him. Maybe you're there and you're just an, an emotional wreck. You're just emotionally just upside down. Jeremiah 1.19 They will fight against me, but they shall not prevail against me. For the Lord is with me to deliver me. You feel like you're getting beat up emotionally? The Lord will deliver you. Maybe you feel weak. Ephesians 6.10 I will be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. James 3.7 Maybe this is the greatest one that you could learn. James 3.7 Resist the devil and he must 
flee the devil is a liar resist him use the word of God use it as a weapon don't use your own defense use the defense of the Lord tell him tell him tell him he has to flee and the last one is this find the words by receiving the word pastor I don't know I don't know what to say I don't know what to say I don't know what to say it just keeps happening I keep falling for the same temptation I don't want to be an angry person but I keep getting angry I don't want to be hurt but I keep getting hurt I don't want to stay insecure but I what do I do You got to find the words by receiving the word. There's a scripture where it says, when you don't know how to pray, you allow the Holy Spirit to speak the words through you. See, Jesus, he went through this wilderness filled with the Spirit. He went armed. Woo! He went armed. You and I, we got to be armed with the Word of God. But it's not just the Word. Listen to me. It's not just reading Bible scripture. Look, I get it. Some people will send you, read this prayer. Read it in your home. This is a powerful prayer. Read it. Read it. Can I tell you? Prayers are not incantations. It's not a spell that you read it and then it blesses your home. What is prayer? Prayer is me talking to the Father. Prayer is me talking to Jesus. Prayer is me talking to the Holy Spirit. And so the Word of God, the Word, the Word, the Word, listen to me, listen to me. The greatest Word is not just the Bible, but what the Bible points to. And the Bible points to Jesus and Jesus alone. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Listen to me. Jesus is the Word and the Word is the light and the light is what extinguishes the darkness and I gotta let you know that whenever the devil comes into your life and tries to tempt you and tries to bring shadows and tries to bring darkness, tries to bring shame, tries to bring fear, tries to bring confusion, I need you to know that the answer is Jesus. The answer is Jesus the answer is Jesus the greatest word if you don't know the Bible if you haven't memorized scripture I need you to know one scripture you need to understand is one word and that word is Jesus Jesus someone right now you need to just say that word out Jesus see that word is so powerful you don't even have to yell it because even in a whisper, the demons tremble. Right now, do it, do it. Jesus. Woo. I felt freedom. Right now, say it. Jesus. Feel that? It's peace. Jesus. Oh, here's a word from God. Specifically to you. 
life feels so loud right now. I don't know who this is for, but this is for you. It's chaotic. It's noisy. Your thoughts, it's just so loud in here. You're wondering, how do I turn it off? And you've been trying to turn it off by making things louder. You're trying to, trying to drown it out by other things. No, 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 no. The only way for it to distinguish is this. Ready, ready? Just whisper the name of Jesus. Because when you whisper, to hear a whisper, you got to draw in. You got to draw close. Listen, listen. Because Jesus is whispering your name right now. I don't know where you're at. I don't. You're all over the world. I don't know what's going on. But you need Jesus. You know it. I don't have to convince you. You know it. It's, you know it. Don't let Jesus just be a prayer. Don't let just Jesus be a religious symbol. Let Jesus be your Lord and your Savior. So I want you to pray this with me if you want to receive Jesus. You ready? I know you've been trying to do it on your own. But you got to talk back with Jesus. You ready? Ready? Would you, would you say this prayer with me? Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Forgive me of all my sins. Be the light in this darkness. I receive you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, look, if you prayed that prayer and you received Jesus in your life, would you put it in the chat room right now? Would you say, I prayed that prayer? Would you say, I received Jesus? Or maybe a hand emoji. Can you put it in right now? Can you put it in? Yeah? Just type it in. We want to celebrate with you. And so last week, we learned about the essential is you got to learn how to fight prayer. This week, we learned the essential is we got to learn how to talk back. And that's the Word of God. So I'm excited for you. If you want to take your next steps, join a growth track. We got Work the Word on Wednesday. We dive into the Word. But I want to encourage you. Stay connected. And let's live this life that God has called us to live. And fulfill our God-given potential. We love you, church. God bless you. Thanks for joining us and for listening to Inspire Church Metro Podcast. Stay in the loop by checking inspiremetro.live.